This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome out. It's the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, which of course was the uh, site of, of pain and agony just a little bit ago as somebody filmed a Hot Ones episode in the studio. Uh, but with us, another hot crew, and the hottest is Chilla John Chilla. He's a good guru, a big bank international. How you doing, Chilla? Pretty good. I don't know if I'm the hottest. I think one of you two are the hottest, though. What? Well, oh, we... but look at that. Look at that pan. And uh, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of that <laughs> last month or last week, too. And I, I didn't call it out. But like, yeah, as you adjust, your camera still goes like kind of all over the place. That's great. We don't lose you. It's great. And if you reach for a thing and it's going to follow with you, right? I don't. I think so. Oh, um, oh well, I love it's going the opposite way bit. of your hand. It's trying. But you're actually more, 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 uh, you're, you're more centered. There. Oh, no, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it, fall, it, it has the AI. It knows where my face that's is. That's right. That's right. It's falling along. Also <clears throat> with us, the equally hot Dutters. My camera does not follow me. No, 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 <laughs> not, not as much. Just, just wonderfully centered and a nice ball. And um, look at that woodwork over there. <laughs> Lovely. We're judging. We're, we're doing Rune Raider now. So, uh, social media <laughs> guru and avid photographer of motorsports now. Uh, yeah. Don't so. ask me to take pictures of people. I don't like people. No people. No people. No, no, no. Actually, you did get some requests for people and cars, right? Mostly yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah. If you're next to so. a vehicle, in to a, yeah, if you're next to a vehicle, I might be okay with that. So, there you go. You, the, 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 sooner or later, she'll just be working on Hot Rod magazines. You, 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 this, mm-hmm. is, this is the entry for that, right? Was, was our work the last couple of months. <laughs> so yes um but uh it is the awesome cast we're going to talk geeky things here today and uh well first please go check out everything at awesomecast.com uh and uh please email us at awesomecast.com tweet us at awesomecast and of course the awesome cast facebook group discord and reddit for your uh conversations and sharing some stories throughout the week that we like to use here on the show and of course we're live every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern here on uh facebook on youtube on twitter and also on the sort Sorgatron Media uh, Twitch page, however you would like to consume the show. Uh, we appreciate everybody for hopping in there, being part of that conversation, and correcting us when we are kind of going missing the mark on anything or letting us know, especially when we're talking about cars. But that's why we had Ponder on last week, because I know he, he's, he's in the world of what's going on there to help us out as we came back from the Michigan Speedway. Uh, also, uh, let's say we would live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know if I said that. And we're also, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. And thank you to our audio partners, our friends at postindustrial.com, helping us share the show with their audience as well. And they do some great journalism work for the Rust Belt over there. Uh, great crew over there at Post Industrial. Check them out. 
and sign up for their newsletter. And, and they have podcasts. They have news podcasts and everything, too. So um, has some great, great work going on over there. And thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesomecast. You guys have been getting a little bit more extra stuff lately uh, over there. Our friends at the executive producer lover, Brian Ca- Crawford. Our friends at the coffee club level, Matt Weller, John DeGore, Cynthia Clossy, Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound. And at the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Ponder. Again, you guys can support the show, get a little extra content, and uh, you know have some chats with us over there at AwesomeCast. I'm sorry, patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. And, oh, geez, what is... Wait, I don't know what Chilla's thing is. I'm, what is this stuff? You know what? I'm just out of curiosity. We're going to let Chilla go first. Because <laughs> it's the most confusing so far. Let's get it out of the way. So, so the, first, the first link in there... Is an old <gasps> compact. Okay. P- they, I think they called it the PC Companion. It was the C140. <laughs> it was actually a palm top. They considered a palm top computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually, I wish I still had it. It's like I just, I when I saw what I'm going to actually talk about, the first thing I jumped to in my mind was this, and kind of, I, it, it had kind of like a touch. It had a touch screen. What? Um, it had an integrated stylus. It had a cable to connect to your computer so you could sync it. I think it had four meg of um, RAM and four meg of space. It ran Windows CE. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so it that, had that, like right. Word, Excel, so, and PowerPoint. So it was like those kind of old PDA LCD touchscreen kind of things with a pen. Yes. But it was like, imagine it as big as your larger iphone mm-hmm. but a clamshell okay so it was it was but it could it could fit on your hand i mean it was it was pretty wide i mean like you think of like if i have my phone on my hand right mm-hmm. like my phone fits and i still have fingertip and palm space mm-hmm. like this would have probably just been over the edge of my wrist and over the edge of my fingers but <clears throat> um i don't know i really liked it i actually you know, would would punch out some like Word docs, you know, basic Excel spreadsheet type stuff. You keep track of like your bank account or whatnot. Um, I don't think that thing even had internet. There was no Wi-Fi or cellular or anything on that. Um, everything was handled by synchronization, plugging into the old nine pin serial port on your uh, preferred computer at home. But really like the device. And today I saw that they're kind of bringing back that form factor. I don't even know what how you pronounce MNT. Mint. Mint. Mint pocket reform. Uh, yeah. This is Linux, isn't it? Yeah, so this will run. So the, the cool thing about, so it's a seven-inch mini laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not fully ready for prime time. Like, they're not selling this thing yet. Such a strange keyboard. But, <clears throat> It's a straight, but it's interesting because that thing on the bottom is a trackball, oh. like the old like Toshiba's or compacts so, that had the trackball on the bottom. So, so as um, the letters all lined up like a typical keyboard, but they're all square. They're not like offset like a keyboard normally normally is. Right. So, but then the other interesting thing about this is, and you'd have to scroll pretty far down to look at the uh, spec for the motherboard. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is modular. So you can get all these different cards that have different processors and different memory configurations. 
The thing can go up to 16 gig of DDR4 wait, wait, wait. Even, memory. Even the, the main processor, like it, it could be running a Raspberry Pi or some other looks like Arduino um, kind of setups. So, so yeah, it, it basically runs one of those mini computers. And it's going to be swappable. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting is they, they kind of, to me, tricked it out, right? It has Wi-Fi 802.11ac. It has Bluetooth 5. There's a WAN slot for an LTE modem. There's a micro SIM card slot. Um, you can put, there's a, um, there's the removable um, hard drive, like the whole thing. Like can be, it can go up to 128 gig of EMMC flash. There's actually an NVMe SSD slot up to two terabytes. Jeez. Um, it has two USB-C ports, ones for power delivery, but it can also um, be used for other things. And then the other one's just a normal USB-C port. Um, so you can plug, you can actually plug it in up to a 4K monitor, um, multiple flavors of Linux, three different Linux desktops. Um, the things, I mean, to me, it's it's definitely going to run any of your, your emulators that you want to run mm -hmm. and more. Um, it's Ooh. interesting because what, what, what drove me down this rabbit hole was I was reading an article, I think it was on like a Facebook Raspberry Pi group, actually. And the person was talking about how their kid was in school and had to use Teams, but they didn't really have a computer at home. So the guy had literally like taken a monitor and mounted a Raspberry Pi to the back, hmm. um, plugged a webcam in, um, plugged in some generic like $10 sound card because he needed a, a mic, a better mic port. Um, and the, the kid was rocking and rolling for school. <clears throat> and then it, like they, they kind of went down. This was another link that someone posted in an article on there. So I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, you could do it to me. You can do a lot with this thing. So um, emulators is the biggest thing. And of course you want to type up some documents kind of pretty quick, but, but you said teams will run on it. And like, what, what else are you thinking are like some real applications for this thing? I guess I'm looking at it as I could remote into work. I could do, okay. I could do numerous things. Like if you think about like, Hey, when you're away or think of a small device you could carry around and then control any other device around you. Um, almost like a thin client. This is um, something that I could, well, it, it would need Ethernet though, um, which I think what well, you can probably do with the configuration. Yeah, I can see this being because we have um, video switchers um, that, that are kind of headless and we use the software, uh, the ATEM software with Blackmagic and it's just like typing one, two, three are the shots and there's like a mm -hmm. keyboard kind of offset that we use. Um, I could see you using this as like, this is the control keyboard perhaps. You know, like because all you need is the one, two, three of that keyboard, um, or or whatever interface that's going on there, right? So, um, I can see that instead of just sending an entire laptop with them anymore. So, that'd be interesting. We actually do just have a laptop in the case. The, the, the thing that surprised me too is you don't see many seven-inch displays that are actually full 1080p. Mm. Um, so the the screen resolution is really good on the the device by default. Um, and like I said, everything is modular even the keys so the it's mechanical the, the keyboard's mechanical mm. switches which is why the device is a little bit thicker um they're actually rgb backlit um i don't know it's i'll be interested to see what the price point comes in at 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's no more than like 200 bucks, but I guess we'll see. Be interesting to see. Do you see, uh, Katie? Do you see any on-the-go applications for this? Uh, for a little more than your iPhone, maybe? Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's between the size, and I don't know what I would need it to do. It's like either big boy here or little boy here. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know. Like it just has enough for me. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be. It needs to be like the right, the right case scenario, right? Um, and I, and yeah. I don't know where that fits in. You know, that feels like, you know, I think, Chili, you have a lot more applications than I think we do for, for the level of things we're doing, the kind of things that we're doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, no, that's kind of a cool thing. Um, so the the, the, the portability, the, the uh, it, it's definitely a super nerd thing. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I mean, but I could, I could definitely see implicating this as like a control interface for something. Um, mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Like something that we have that's just kind of like with like one of our cases or something and say okay this controls this computer or this controls this interface this box or something like that so that's cool so that is the again that is the mntre.com is the website for them and is the uh, mt mnt i'm presuming mint pocket reform and uh, and i signed up at the bottom there they actually do have a newsletter you can sign up for for updates because this is, they have the specs and everything on here but as you said they haven't released uh what uh is there even a release date I, I but there's no there's no price there's correct and i haven't seen a formal release date either okay. i think they had a different they had a bigger version mm-hmm. um they actually I, have also a board for an amiga i just I, yeah i just pulled that up and so i went to the, i went to the main site there their mint research they got the reform they're talking about the amiga board that we're talking about and the uh, they have open peripherals, ultra compact mechanical keyboards, um, and auditable cameras. What? So they're doing. Yeah, it feels like they're doing kind of a. Oh, and they're British, definitely British. Um, looks like they're doing a kind of a. I don't know, not a wise thing, but like they're they're doing like an open source kind of thing. So, anyways, Katie, I see you're bringing some news for your awesome thing. Yeah. Uh, so Instagram is finally well, Meta is finally uh, opening up Reels to um, developers, uh, AP, oh. opening up Reels APIs for developers, which means that we're going to be able to schedule our Reels here real soon. Yay! Yay! So Reels are just, I mean, they're off the chart. Like, it's, it, we're all kind of seeing the success of Reels on, across social media, and depending mm-hmm. on even... It doesn't even matter the client. Like just reels are is is the way to go right now. It's the and, it's the um, hot algorithm thing now, isn't it? Yeah, do do the reels. If you're not doing reels, you need to start doing reels. And um, even if you're not putting a whole, um, like you're not going, oh my gosh, how do I do these big productions? It doesn't even have to be big productions. They like I've called my some of my reels that I've created that I've done very well. Um, more, like very fancy PowerPoint presentations where mm-hmm. things just kind of come into focus. Words come in and out, and it's it's getting a ton of eyes on it. So uh, don't be afraid to try reels, but you will be able to schedule it because I think that was the thing that held a lot of folks back was that you had to, when you completely get to like, all right, if I want to post it at 9am, I have to be ready to post it at 9am and mm-hmm. I can schedule this out or plan your week, but now you're going to be able to. So I'm sure places like Hootsuite and uh, a lot of other places are going to be able to help you with that, which is exciting. Um, just kind of give you an example. I, I, I just kind of throw, I, I've been trying to be better about like, I'll go, you know, I'll take random video and pictures and I'm just kind of throwing some stuff in TikTok and letting like, letting their kind of magic movie maker make something cool for me uh, lately. I'm just like, 
let's just see what happens with it and we can adjust things right or using the magic maker in, in like iMovie or something right and then like like bringing those kind of across the thing so i'm obviously i'm doing like you know behind the scenes i'll throw my camera up and just do a little bit of switching at you know we had an mma and a wrestling show this past weekend or the raccoon that raccoons in the tree at the studio um but to see like you know not everything kind of hits on here but man Twelve thousand people for a uh, giant pong that we played at the Rochester Airport, Katie. Uh, so <laughs> um, that did well, and also uh, my dog basically in a wind tunnel backstage, or uh, I'm saying in the backstage, God, in the back of my car. <laughs> so, and so, which I got an argument about whether it was good or for his ears or not. So I was like, no, listen, I have my puppy manual, and it says it's okay. I don't see anything about that. So, but um, but yeah, I but it is one of those things. Here's another random one that has like. Eight thousand views from a couple months ago. Um, this looks like this might have been when we were up in. Oh, geez, I don't even know where this was. <laughs> I think it's a South Bend one. Um, but uh, yeah, they they do very well. I, I've been. Have you have you played with YouTube Shorts much? Because I've been throwing stuff in. I've been trying again to throw stuff in at least my personal account, which has like nothing going on on YouTube, and they seem to hit pretty good. Again, it's just it's the new thing, so it's thrown in front of a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. So. So the next question is going to be, the, the, the question is going to go back to, again, which way are we recording our videos? <laughs> I am. Um, ratio. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, and I mean, just look at my videos. You, you see that like half of them are the other way, but also some of these I'm kind of shooting for other projects too. So it's what it is. Mm -hmm. I just kind of accept they're going to be the way they're going to be, you know, um, or, or. If oh, yeah, but just. Yeah. So. Yeah, but but, but it's, it's, when you're shooting for clients and such and creating their content, yes. like which way are we? That's, yes, that's a constant conversation. Yes, that, or um, is there? Hey, shoot it twice. That's the other thing mm -hmm. that we that I've done sometimes. I think I think even some of the stuff we were at, I was like, okay, I'm gonna shoot this way, then I'm gonna shoot this way, <laughs> kind of thing. Or is it something that you can do a zoom in um, kind of situation too? Are you shooting in 4K? Phones are usually right, um, and you can just kind of prop in and, and make that work sometimes so i don't have a wow i don't have a lot just the this is like two months ago almost but man i it, it's it's so do you feel do you feel like reels are are they still too me too or are they like comparable to what tiktok is right now or is it just people that live in instagram do reels and that's it uh i feel like it's it's very interesting to I don't know if you ever looked at like very like people who do really, really well on TikTok. Maybe they have followers in the millions and then they'll look at their, their Instagram following and it's in like low thousands. Mm -hmm. um, so it's in, and it's vice versa. You're seeing in a lot of places. So people are really succeeding in a certain platform on a certain platform, but it's not, unless you're like a superstar, like I'm talking like a whatever creator, um, not like some sort of musician or athlete or something. You're seeing them very much succeed in their one platform they're creating across the board but there, there's just that one sweet spot for them so i think it's it's more of just like you know and then like reels and tiktok are great they're buddies as far as mm. like what you can share that content mm. so why not but it's, yeah it, it's, it's really interesting who's hitting where it really is it really is i, I uh, a partner saying that like uh what he's saying that instagram hates them uh it does worse than his tiktok or his facebook reels <laughs> um but but also like i see that too like tiktok for me is like it's not doing bonkers, but like when I post videos on TikTok, it is like on my personal account, it is steadily doing you know, like those five to 700 views, right? Which in TikTok world is not tremendous, but still is like a nice average, I think, from what I understand mm -hmm. of it. 
Uh, so it's it's just, but am I really making things for the algorithm? Am I making things for TikTok? I'm just kind of making things on TikTok and just kind of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do the the document thing, you know, and 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 doing that because one of the uh, ideas that I, I listen to is like you need to make like four things that, put the four things on TikTok and do that every day and good things will happen kind of thing right if you're for your thing and um and that's been uh uh you know that that's been kind of the idea there like I you know you know you know kid you've been along with me for the last couple of months I would do we'll do something for like the weekend or for the whatever the the thing is and then I'll just kind of go back and be like. Okay, what videos did I do over this thing? Okay, let's throw some of them together and let's do let's let's put this out. Hey, let's throw the what the behind the scenes from the wrestling show and the MMA show we did this weekend. Hey, here's a little something crazy about you know here's the here's taking the dog to you know on the car trip. Here's here's this here's raccoons in a tree that randomly ha- randomly happened. Here's something we visited on the road, you know. And then that's that's my content right now. Like it's just life. This is just life content. I'm just life blogging right mm-hmm. now, I guess. Right. <laughs> So, and thank you to you. Uh, I'm back on stories because I haven't done stories in so long on Instagram. So, <laughs> what's the what's the time limit in like a in a reel or a story? Um, stories is still 15 seconds, I believe. Reels, I think, yeah. are a minute. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, a minute's good. Okay. Yeah, I like I, like I like that short little. You can capture me in the first 10 seconds or I'm skipping you. Yeah. But then the stuff that keeps me, it's not like I'm sitting there. Because I do watch a lot of long form YouTube instructional type stuff. Mm -hmm. It can be like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour type class. Um, But that's kind of like YouTube has become my, I'm going to focus on this topic and go figure some stuff out. Yes. TikTok is my escape (laughs) relaxation. But I feel like there's not much I can watch on YouTube in a very short period of time and feel relaxed. Mm -hmm. TikTok, I feel like that's its purpose. No, exactly. I I don't know what you're going to do with 10-minute videos there. Uh, Same with, like, you know, doing IGTV on Instagram. Like, we throw some, like, full matches on there. I'm like, who's really sitting here watching a full match on their Instagram? And I'm sure somebody is. Somebody that's more like I want that that will watch in an app that can't, like, picture-in-picture window kind of thing, right? So I think that's interesting. (laughs) What is – I love literally one of the top videos that I have on here. I'm sorry. I was just looking at this. And one of the top videos is just me in an elevator. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look at this thing. It's just me in an elevator over in East Liberty when we're loading in for a show. In the snow, by the way. It was it was uh I think it was definitely February and I had like a hotel cart of uh of equipment and that was it. And I'm just waiting for this thing. <laughs> so and uh in uh, almost three thousand views. Uh, okay. So anyways. Um so my awesome thing of the week, I'm recycling this from last week because I think uh, again, as photo people, uh, um I, I thought you'd be interested with something. And uh, Katie, you know, you know, Steve Falcom um, over there, FalcomDigital.com, that uh, he works with the uh, RWA at the Rise shows, does a lot of photography. He does these really great, he's done in the past these really great trading cards of the local wrestlers that look like, like, they look like what you would get for WWE trading cards, like from Tops or Upper Deck or something. Like, they're really, really cool. Um, so he, he has a new endeavor where he made coloring books. Okay, 
for the wrestling promotions. And these these are the books here. If you're on video with us, one for Rise, one for RWA. Here's uh, Dr. Feelbad, the promoter of RWA down there in West Newton. And then this is uh, Pretty Boy Smooth, who's the champion at Rise. He often runs in uh, Uniontown and uh, up our way in Baldwin. Um, and, and, and what he's done there, you can see a little bit of the color bleed that's happening there, right? He's taking his photos and converting them into line art and then putting and then printing them out for coloring. So obviously it's not like a big line Avengers coloring book kind of thing, but it's kind of this cool kind of maybe uh, I guess I guess it's kind of that adult coloring book kind of thing, right? Um, so like it, it's a pretty interesting process. Of course, everything looks very kind of artistically cartoonized and everything like that. Um, but it's it's you know there's a little you throw some say, sayings in there along with it. You know if if you I mean you're not gonna know who anybody is unless you're you're f pretty familiar with uh, the characters. Um, from these wrestling shows, but that's it. It's for the audience, right? So I, I, I thought, Chili, you'd be interested in, in this and what he's doing with that process. That's really cool. What is the Q? I was interested too. I noticed there was a QR code on oh, the front on of the it. Where did, is, is that like a more information? Or so actually, it is a full color reference images from this book. You can go check out over at that link. That, see, that's cool. And the other thing that, and and you know, because I am, I am not the aficionado of wrestling like the two of you. But it would be interesting, like, because that's something that could be fun for, for anyone, right? Or, mm -hmm. or for my kid. It would be interesting if there was a QR code on each page that, like, took you to, like, the wrestler bio mm -hmm. or something like that. Just for, for those of us, the uninitiated. Yeah, for those, maybe, maybe it's your first RWA show, right? And you don't know mm -hmm. who... Jason Gorey and Justin Idol are who are the tag team champions, right? And you want to learn more about them. And, you know, I think that, yeah, that would be really cool uh, along with that. But, uh, you know, or, or the Revron Hunt or, or <laughs> somebody that we, we know very well here, right? Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's that's pretty that's a pretty good idea. I will pass that long time. We actually did book Steve uh, for... Uh, in a couple of weeks, he's going to be joining us on the Wrestling Mayhem show. Uh, and I think in later in July, we have him scheduled. We're going to talk about this and other projects that he's been working in. And he's been, you know, of course, he's been working in around uh, professional wrestling for forever. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. His, uh, his buddy, Paul Atlas, is going to be joining us as well, uh, who is somebody that we've interviewed before, uh, just in the interview show back in the day. And uh, he's just going to come hang out with us for a bit. So um, go check it out. That's uh, if you're interested in this and in, in seeing more about it and more stuff that he's working on, go to falcomdigital.com, F-A-L-C-O-M, digital.com uh, to check those out. Katie, and, and Katie, I think you've seen these in person at the shows too, right? Oh, yeah, they're really, really cool. I love them. Mm -hmm. so, um, I, I always want to get like a second copy that's the coloring copy, <laughs> you know? Um, but anyways, so... Yeah, you know what's also awesome? Our good friends at Slice on Broadway, New York City style, Yinzer Bay, Beachview, Carnegie, the East End, and the North Hills here in the Pittsburgh area. In a fifth location, I believe they have a pop-up down there at Southside Works for the summer, I believe, from what I understand. So good to see them. Uh, I'm glad to see them growing as we've been growing as well around here at Silvertron Media, Sidekick Media. Um, so it's really cool to see, um, as we're marching to episode, uh, what are we at? 600 coming up next week. Um, looking forward, uh, it's good to see them growing, you know, with us and, and supporting us for, um, probably at least, uh, 500 of those 600 episodes <laughs> to be honest. So go check them out. Sliceonbroadway.com. They've been supporting us for a while. Please support them back. 
So, hey, you know, another thing I did want, I went, I was kind of going to, kind of going, going to go do a joint thing, but there's another trend I kind of like that that crosses over a little bit. Uh, I picked these up because uh, uh, I'm a freaking wrestling Kickstarter whore, um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, and these came in from whenever the heck this happened. Um, but these, this is the the comic book encyclopedia of pro wrestling, and, uh, and 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 I've gotten a few of these issues before when they've had kickstarters, but this is like a big compilation of a lot of stuff in here. So and it's a lot of the old 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 greats like Bruno San Martino, of course we know here in the Pittsburgh area, Ivan Koloff, the genius Lanny Poffo, um, you know one of the girls from, uh, Hollywood from Glow, Rock and Roll Express, Nikolai Volkov, I think I said that right, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, you know things like that. I, I'm loving this trend. Of course, this was a nice. This is this is a cool one. Again, two volumes of this, and they uh, and they and they threw in a, a signed art card uh, for this. I thought that was it was it was really cool to get the compilation uh, for this from Squared Circle and uh, Inverse Press. Um, and you can probably still grab copies, uh, uh, you know, from their website now that they've got it kind of going. But uh, but there's this this trend of like comic bookizing um professional wrestling stories like like real like biographies right um and, and, you know i also have tony Schiavone, an, an, an old wcw um um announcer who's now with aew put out one called butts and seats a little bit ago too and um and uh and 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 i remember i borrowed from a friend um the andre the giant biography which was a black and white uh, comic book again biography kind of situation um, it's a really cool trend I'm loving to see these kind of graphic design you know our guest from a couple weeks ago um, that was doing the dystopian fiction but she she also did some some graphic design um, stories as well but um, but, but to see this the the autobiography <laughs> illustrated autobiography is is a really cool thing and um, and uh, I don't know it's just a really cool trend I wanted to share I, is any I, I, I have not heard of any other industry like where's my comic book graphic novel of steve jobs and steve wozniak right that could be kind of cool true. that could be kind of fun okay not as fun and colorful probably as professional wrestling but eh, the tech industry is kind of interesting where's that maybe down the line we'll get an elon musk one where he just becomes iron man right in the long run or something like like who would you guys like to see that did, like, did they ever do what would be really interesting and kind of meta would did they ever do anything like a whole life of stan lee in comic book form i think well he basically lived in comic book form for how many years <laughs> so but that's what i mean like a, but like a biography no, i'm not aware of it no but see i think that would that would be one that i'd like to read mm-hmm. no I'm, I'm with that i would marvel would have to be the ones to put it out right i would i, would I mean considering so. the characters involved you would kind of have to I'm, I'm doing a quick search here I don't know what what are you kidding? Any any like kind of important figures in 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 uh, any of the industries you follow that you think would uh, kind of work kind of work on this uh, format? Mm-hmm. No, I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think. Isn't isn't there an RGB one that came out a few years ago? I mean, I just like think the like comic. Yeah, like, like I, a I comic they, encyclopedia. I think they did like a comic a comic biography of her as well, right? Uh, like mm-hmm. several years before she passed. Perhaps. There's plenty of memoirs for us, uh, uh, biographies and memoirs on Stanley, but they all appear to be boring text that I can tell. (laughs) So, oh no, never mind. No, this is it. Chilla, this is exactly what you're looking for, I think. The amazing, fantastic, incredible Stanley, a marvelous memoir 
uh, and Peter David and Colleen Duran. And uh, it is definitely an illustrated Stan Lee comic book. Of course somebody did this. And I don't think it's done by Marvel either. Hmm. Well, that's pretty I'll cool. I'll definitely check that out. That is going to go on cart. There you go. Not available in my Kindle Unlimited, which I completely forgot I had a trial of, and it kicked over yesterday. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. If anybody has any tips, I'm currently looking at Airbnbs to detach, and uh, I think Katie was talking to you about this, just to like disappear and turn off my phone for a day or two and just read all my comic books that I've had stacked up for my Kickstarters that I haven't had time to yes. I think that's what's going to happen. And I have I have to show you, I have to show you maybe after the show or something, I found some very interesting things local. Like, I found like a Ooh. shack in, West, in Upper West Virginia that looks very, very interesting. So that might be, that might be my thing. So I want to wander off of the woods with the dog uh, and, uh, and, and read comic books and maybe I'll come back. I don't know. So <laughs> anyways, uh, what else we got here on the dock? Um, Katie, what do you want to hit up over here? I see there's a couple of things. Oh. I, I think you'll probably be interested in that uh, that top story there. Oh, the st- Samsung Starbucks? Yes, no. yes. Mm-hmm. They're calling Oh, it, yeah, that's th- much better. <laughs> I wish we could get iPods in this, right? So iMore has mm-hmm. this, um, and they're the Starbucks... Um, um, uh, what are their their headphones called? Um, but they're they're yeah they're AirPods they're earpods they're Bluetooth uh, uh, um um Bluetooth uh, Galaxy Buds. What's that? Galaxy Buds. Galaxy Buds. Buds oh, thank Galaxy you. Buds. Completely completely missing that. And uh, but yeah they're in a a holder that looks like a Starbucks cup, little cappuccino cup. Um yeah that's the kind I want. It's a brand deal with Starbucks know. creating something special they say. Um so. Are these gonna be are these are these gotta be in the store, right? Like they, they gotta be it's only available for those in South Korea. What? What? Sorry, oh, course. you know people are gonna be knocking those off with 3D printers on Etsy because it looks yeah. like what it looked like the case it looked like the Samsung case goes in that. Oh, so it's like just the way the the way the lid just and this is just me like I didn't that's the only picture I saw and I saw that picture somewhere else today like see kind of how there's a bevel there mm-hmm. yeah I'm seeing that it, it almost looks like that like your galaxy bud case can slip into that mm-hmm. so yeah either 3d printing or it would it wouldn't surprise me if Starbucks did a whole line of these things yeah, maybe starting over there or something, right? So um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm trying to find actually just a picture of just the earbuds case because I'm not familiar with it. Um, man, my iPad's running slow these days. <sighs> Shouldn't have installed that last update. Um, I'm trying to find. So this is this is a picture loading now of. So this is what the case looks like. So yeah, that's absolutely looks like it could slip right into it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a rounded thing, and the and the what we're seeing of the mug, it does look like it's just kind of like a square rounded kind of situation. So, hmm, interesting. Uh, but what they do, uh, Katie, I know, don't you have a little holder or something for your AirBuds, like uh, like a little kind of case thing you can get, like like, like they have a bunch of. Little, I know I've seen them at like five below and stuff, right? My case, I have Kate Spade is the one I have. Okay. It's glittery and it's like just it hangs. Hmm. 
Mm. But my case lives in there. Yeah. And I mean, I've dropped this case several times and it's done a good job protecting it. Yeah. Yeah, I need to hop so I like it. I'm, I'm becoming increasingly unhappy with my uh, skull candy ones because they never they never charge when I need them. So I, I just I just they never set in right. And 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 they're just they're not there. They're not there for me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the AirPods would not fail me. You don't have any problems with them. Like, you, you know, you're not setting them in and they don't charge right or something. Right. No, I've not. No. Mm-mm. I get that nice to. click. Like, you know they're yeah. charging. See, this thing has a click, too. Like they but get sucked in. The, the, these things do the same thing, but they're not. But something is not connecting. And I've had this problem since I got them. But does it have, does it have like, two metal pins that have to line up on something? Yes, I believe so. Where is the whole? So, so, to me, that's where, like, I don't think the magnet in those is actually the charging element, where mm. I feel like the magnet on the the so, airpods is like sucking the stem down into yeah and, and plus it, it, it comes it goes into that stem like receptacle right so there's not mm-hmm. much room for error like if it's here it's going to be lined up the way that they form things this is like you, you know you you pop up it's in the other room I, I i'd bring it up um it's the the skull candy sesh ear uh, evos um and they're like Honestly, like I was looking at, I was looking at, uh, they had like, uh, earbuds in, you know, that were like 30 or $40 in like Rite Aid and they looked like that kind of form factor, right? So it's not skull candy. Um, looking them up real quick so I can get you guys a picture. So it, it, it's, it's very squared, right? Um, yeah, and it just it just feels like there's too much gap, and it, it just kind of becomes you can't just like do that, throw in your bag, and everything's going to be cool, <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's just too like, you know it seems like they should set in, but there's just too much play in it. Um, this is just mine are not blue, mine are just a black one. So, um, but uh, I don't know. It, it also, I mean, I think I got them for sale for like thirty, but yeah, there are thirty dollar headphones right now, um, and they they were on sale like a year ago at Best Buy. So maybe I'm due. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. They got, maybe they're going to have some back to school specials soon for AirPods, right? Maybe we'll uh, get in on that. Oh yeah. So, uh, what else we got here? I'm surprised none of us have tried a new Slack feature. Well, we also don't do do calls in Slack, do we? It's kind of not a feature that we've explored. I don't even know if it's included in the free version that we use. But they they have added video and multi person screen sharing to Huddles. I forgot we have Huddles in there. Um, so, and they look kind of interesting. I'm kind of curious what the, how that would, that kind of play. Um, it's kind of a floating, uh, multi-screen. I don't know. It feels kind of FaceTime-y to me, doesn't it? It does look very FaceTime-y. So, um, ad hoc voice call that they had, uh, last June was the huddles. And, uh, and of course this, this is the multi-person screen sharing, uh, situation. Here's a, here's a little view of your screen sharing. This reminds me so much of like Google meet though. And, and it it seems unnecessarily sparse to me, right? Like, I feel like everything else kind of squares off very, very well. And, and, and this doesn't seem to be doing that. Well, to me, that view is weird because is it the. Is it the video is down at the bottom? Like, are those video well, in that panels case, and then it's screen share and the way it's hovering over top of the Slack window, mm. it just looks, it looks awkward. It does look, it does look kind of strange. But also, are you seeing this? Is it looks like there's two screen sharing um, pages up too. 
Ooh. Now, see, that would be interesting. So that's the, like, I haven't seen anyone from a collaboration perspective mm-hmm. crack the nut of, I share my screen and you share your screen and anybody else in the meeting can see both and, and can, I can and, see and yours we, next to mine. And then, like, select next, you know, select them and go back and forth as if they were kind of windows, right? So, so, Windows or put them put them side because I mean think about like think about the screen resolution and size of people's monitors these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting in front of a 32 inch 4K screen, right? I can get four <laughs> 1080p screens right, in front right, of me on right. one monitor, yeah, and I have my laptop monitor, so and I have another little 15 inch monitor that's a touch screen that but. Like I could do, I could share this screen over here and I could watch the presentation with both screens side by side Mm -hmm. and anyone else could too, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's to me, like, no, I I don't understand why anyone hasn't got gone there. And it's interesting because that was one of the first things that, and there's not many companies that do it and do it well, Mm -hmm. but like that was one of the first things that we were trying to do in actual um what do we call them it wasn't a breakout room um we had these the, the theory was like four people could go into a room and we wanted two people to be able to simultaneously share their screens mm-hmm. so if you had someone with a spreadsheet up and someone with a powerpoint up they could be working on the financials and the other person could be working on like the, the presentation mm-hmm. and everyone was kind of participating but yeah it's it's extremely hard to do if you're not in the same room mm-hmm. and there's not many monitors that will do that kind of two up two up collaboration this is um uh it is it, marked as coming soon as, as of this article on june 22nd uh so it'll be interesting to see uh, and i don't know did you know that there was a gov slack version of the service uh designed for secure government use as well hmm. probably better than because all- uh, there's there's the Microsoft and I think Google and there a number of companies have that same type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we're going to have this, this is the lockdown version of this for, for government use. Right. Cause I mean, how many government agencies are just kind of like have office and that's it an office that they probably bought 10 years ago. So how secure is that? So interesting. Um, I don't know. Slack's always uh, Slack. Slack continues to treat us very well for what we were doing for organization, for our businesses and everything like that too. One thing I've been doing, and and Katie, I think you probably saw this that last day when we had like way too much going on uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I, I we do this with with Messenger. I'm trying to be better about uh, when we have a project in like, hey, we're sending these three people to go do this show over here. I'm trying to make sure everybody's in a group chat, and if everybody's on iPhone, that's a lot easier, right? Like I'm going in like we had to have. Um, for that day, there was a chat that was going on for a, a show that I was going to in Grand Rapids. You guys were back there on the track and you were going to do the live stream. And there was like, you know, the, or the head organizer person, I confirmed, Hey, here's the link and everything. You know, what, what do you want to do with this? And she said, you know, hand it over to these people. And I put a group together with the, so she doesn't get to get bothered with this because she's got too much going on. I don't want to go into her group. So I looped in their people with the company, Katie and Missy, so that and myself, so if there was anything that came up, 
we can all kind of like, hey, here's what's happening and everybody's updated across the board, right? And label that. And that, you know, we do the same with with shows coming up and, and that we're organizing with some groups. You know, like I, that's a big thing for us is that organization. And, you know, not everybody's on Slack, but everybody's on like Messenger or WhatsApp or, and actually, honestly, I, the idea more or less comes from what's happening on WhatsApp with the work with a fight because I have, uh, uh, you know, I've told uh, Katie about this. I have groups for all the promotions I've worked with. It's kind of interesting because then I get updates when they do a show I'm not involved in. But uh, it's so it's still like it's very helpful where you just go to it. Hey, okay, I'm working on a warrior wrestling show. Hey guys, what's up? You know, same info, right? Okay, here we go. We're streamed. Here's here's your confirmation. Bum 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 bum. All the people are there that work on that project consistently, right? And that's that's a huge communication tool for us, no matter what platform we're on, as long as those best practices are there. So, which I mean, Slack too. We throw people together on projects, you know, just to separate our mindset. Like I threw Katie into a a, a SAE group just to work, just so we can organize what's going on with those trips, right? Um, you know, those kinds of things. So it's uh, I don't know, just a little thing. And of course, Chilla, I'm sure your group is doing that on an even bigger level. <laughs> so over there, big bang. Mm-hmm. So sorry, just a sorry. I've been I've been really, <laughs> I've been really concentrating on communication lately, um, especially since partially because I was overworked and partially because I got COVID a month ago. I like missed like meetings, and it pissed me off. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong here? So I'm in like reassessment assessment mode, so that we don't lose stuff when things get too busy. And that, that that's part of my headspace right now. So if anybody would like to have a further conversation with that off show, I'd love to. <laughs> so um, anyways, enough of that. Amazon's got the robots, guys. Yay. Yay. Again? Again. <laughs> More robots. Um, comfortably Yay. named Proteus. Jeez. Um. I heard him talk about these on some of the other shows after after I found this article, and you know they just look like evil Roombas. Um, <laughs> I was watching some video about how these guys work. It's uh, they, they also introduced a new robotic arm, uh, scanning technology for full ma- fulfillment centers. Like this, this feels like something new. I feel like when I did safety training videos for like fabrication, like like twelve years ago, I would see places that had the metal arm, you know, the robot arm thing that was dealing with you know, moving heavy rebars and sheets of, of you know, one thing or another, right? Um, I, 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 of course, this thing isn't loading. For some reason, I have a preference thing that's not loading videos. Thank you for that. But these guys, um, they're kind of these low-level, low-to-the-floor, low like I said, Roomba-looking things, and you see that little circle thing. And unfortunately, I can't pull the video up for some reason. I'll see if I can pull up another one. Um, and I'll, I'll adjust my privacy settings. What the hell is happening here? Um, but they go in and there's like these stacked containers, like cage containers, uh, presumably of packages for Amazon. Right. And they'll go in and go under and line up with them and pick them up and just, you know, zoom them off to wherever they need to be. Uh, so, uh, you know, well, you know, when everybody complains about the working conditions, uh, you just replace them with robots, as we've often sus- been, sus- mm-hmm. sus- you know, been suspicious of. I love, but the one show I was listening to was like, was like, well, actually, the workers at Amazon love them because they're lifting stuff that they don't have to. Okay, I get that. I get that. Actually, I got to pull up the video a little bit here. So if you guys want to see these guys in action, I say he goes under the stack. It turns out he lines up. 
and goes a little wheeled stack of uh, of uh, boxes there, <laughs> and he just picks it up and he looks at you, <laughs> and he just zooms it off. There you go. Um, so um, that's your that's your little Proteus robot that they got going on. Amazon did also do their drone stuff, and what was it, Lockwood, Lockwood, uh, California, or something like that? And there was a story about like people might be shooting at them if they come by <laughs> for the drone deliveries. Have you heard about this? I'm, I haven't, but I'm surprised that robot. If you looked at it right, like mm-hmm. it went under mm-hmm. and picked up, completely picked up that that rack. Like whatever, a very high rack, rack, right? Right. Like I'm surprised it doesn't, because you think of like the battery power that that's going to consume, right? Mm-hmm. Picking up that entire rack, I'm surprised it doesn't just apply enough pressure or suction cup itself to the bottom of the rack and then wheel it along, because mm-hmm. all of those racks are on. Yeah, it's lifting it off its wheels. <laughs> what? Why isn't it just attaching and just using the wheels, right? Right, because I would think that it would use that much more electricity or that much more power, use that much less power mm-hmm. if it's just kind of dragging it around by the wheels versus, I'd be interested to know how much can it pick up. Like mm-hmm. how, like, because I'm, that, that rack did not look light. No. Uh, um. So, yeah, it's, so, hey, if you guys want some designers or some, some help, let me know. I'll <laughs> come hang out at Amazon for, yeah, well, for a while. That's right. You, you could be a consultant, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you get to hang out at the uh, the big the big uh, spears up in uh, up in Seattle, they look very cool. And those uh, did look very cool. I saw some of your pictures. And I think Chachi just got to visit them too on his way through to uh, to his uh, his his Alaskan cruise that he got to check out. So that's awesome. Like, did you see the pictures from his trip? They, they looked. I did tremendous. see the pictures, and it looked like it wasn't just him, right? Like, yeah, it was a whole crew. It was. It was. It's some. There was a whole crew. Of there them. was a whole crew that got together to go up there, so it was a big like group outing. Um, so that that's awesome. That's really awesome. So, because I don't know, I don't want to go on a cruise by myself. That's for sure. Um, or even just like like I don't know. <laughs> it's just I would feel lonely on a giant boat, even if it was just like like me and Missy, right? Like you kind of need that gathering. So, anyways. Uh, what else we got here? I think I got something about that. Hey, NASA's going to the moon. They're closer to going back to the moon, guys. They may not have to rely on Elon for that one. Um, but they had a, they had a story here, um, because they, I was just hearing about how they've been having trouble with their test for the Artemis one, um, which is, uh, the, the, it's going to be the, and Potter's about to correct me, I'm sure in the chat room. Um, but I believe this is going to be the, um, um, manned vehicle that's going to be connecting us with um, the moon. So it's our next uh, uh, kind of uh, space launch um, for for moon travel. And of course, uh, nobody's been there since the seventies, I believe, which Ooh. still blows my mind. Like literally, like like when I realize like nobody has been to the moon in my lifetime, and I think in any of our lifetimes, if I got the times right, right, like that seems crazy to me. Like we just gave up on the moon, man. Like nobody's like trying to. I'm sorry, I've been watching for all mankind, so I know like we make it to the Mars by like 90s. So, <laughs> um, how different things could be. And 18, it was it was it. There was like AT&T video phones in the 80s um, when we were when we were uh, completely colonized the uh, the moon by then. Um, but anyways, 
But uh, the, the story is NASA did finally um, succeed with this Artemis 1 wet launch test. It has a fully fueled and fully fueled space launch system. It fully, oh God, I can't talk tonight. I'm sorry. Fully fueled the space space uh, launch system for the first time. So go. Uh, so so there you go. We're, we're that much closer. I mean, it's still like projected for, I don't know, 2024 maybe something like that. I'm sure it's going to say in this article. I know I've heard it before, but uh, last moon mission return on December 1972 couple weeks before Codder was born even so geez that's <laughs> I like that. before Ponder was born well he's the one disclosing that and <laughs> the way you said it that was hilarious. even Ponder <laughs> hasn't seen moon moon travel in his life and <laughs> this is this is a fully this fully operational station yes exactly so I don't know it just feels like it feels like such an unfulfilled promise of space travel in our lives. Cause I remember growing up just being absolutely fascinated with that. You, I mean, you guys grew up in that area. Oh yeah. We were going to be doing so many cool things on multiple planets and flying cars by now. And, mm-hmm. and just not, we're not. lots of and tang just, was going to be consumed. All the tang, <laughs> man. I remember going to Carnegie science center and they had the, uh, the, the 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 space ice cream and everything. Well, they right. still have it. I still pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm like the. Let me know. Have you had like astronaut ice cream late, lately? Lately? Oh, geez, it's probably been not lately. Ten or fifteen. Years. Oh, pick it, pick it up and let me know because I think I'm like the only adult that actually likes. It. <laughs> like, like it it's interesting, thing, isn't it? And yeah. I just never grew out of it. It's just like I'm 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 I'm. It's creamy chocolate styrofoam. And and I love it. But they have Neapolitan. They have Neapolitan as well. You tell me I need to stroll down to the uh, the science center and hit the gift shop. I, I, you, hey, why not? It's free to get out of the gift shop, right? So mm-hmm. I think you can I go mean, there. I think you might even be able to go to Grandpa Joe's. Listen, Grandpa, what, what's Grandpa Joe's? What is that? I've never been to Grandpa no! Joe's. What is Grandpa oh, Joe's? No. There's one in the oh, Strip no. District and there's one in Mount Lebanon. It's like all the nostalgic candy from your childhood what like like razzles or razzles or razzles big in your area i don't, I don't know razzles it no. was like the it was the candy but it was also a gum okay um like name some like like big candies that you like remember like, like bazooka um, joe's maybe or, so do you remember okay so here I remember <laughs> New York. It on you. Dude, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's all, it's like when I, and I love it. it's like when I switch away and I see this dramatic zoom on Joe uh, on on uh, Chilla when he's like ready to present something. So, <laughs> so they also have they also have a whole rack of like nostalgic pop. Mm-hmm. So, were you ever a fan of New York New York Seltzer? No. Jeez, like what, what? was like what was the big <laughs> what, uh, what was the big candies that they don't make anymore when you from jeez what did i end up getting um i i remember i don't know i remember the candy cigarettes they have those yeah do they actually look like cigarettes or are they just like Mm -hmm. candy sticks with something like like you know they remember they just even had like a little red uh uh, color tip to them to, to make it um you know a thing so is this on the main strip in mount lebanon yes okay i think okay i think i i know I think I know where this is. 
Uh, I think I've definitely there's, walked past. There's it. a bigger version of it down in the strip district. Okay, and that's that mm-hmm. big that big candy store down there. Oh wow! You, you can get like a six pack holder and buy like every flavor of pop ever, oh, like geez. any gross great. Are they seriously you know, playing? Are they seriously playing Willy Wonka on this TV in this picture? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at all that soda, all that cream. Oh man. Look at all the different soda. They got Jones soda in there. Jeez. Oh, I'm sure they do. The best thing was. Oh, they do. Was There's go- Necco wafers. I wasn't a fan going, of Necco wafers. Going down to uh, the the laser tag in Herbertage and they had Jones soda. Was was always a very cool thing. Green apple Jones soda was my favorite. They 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 even they even get in Clark bars. Ooh! But there's a limit. They only like they get them in on certain days of the week, and mm. there's a limit of how many you can buy because they sell out. You literally name two places I can get to on a train. <laughs> do you do you remember the? I don't even remember who made them. It was some kind of chocolate covered marshmallow thing it was like the mario lemieux sports bun or something like that we did not get that up in my neck of the woods that's for sure i think i think i was out of range for that those there they have all kinds i'm looking at i'm looking at charleston chews i'm looking at slow pokes sugar daddies chuckles zeros what's that peanut peanut something peanut chews like you know what the hell pocket rocky road Oh jeez, what is this? This is so dangerous. What the hell? And they just randomly have board <laughs> games and pops as well. Jeez, they have like what the like Japanese ramune drink. What? Yeah, they have all kinds of they have King all kinds Cola. of. Uh, is that a Golden Girls game? What? Yep. Wit and wisdom <laughs> of the Golden Girls. Golden Rules. Golden Girls Trivia Pursuit. Oh, no. What is all Golden Girls game section up here? What is happening? Oh, my god! They have gosh. a lot of socks, too. Because of the strip district, they have just a wall of just the most oh, ridiculous no. socks. I mean, surprisingly, I haven't gotten my... Jeez. I need a strip district date, too. It's been it's been ages mm-hmm. since I've done that. Also, so many people down there, so... Uh, God, I need I need to rediscover Pittsburgh. This July, this is, this is what usually happens. I go on the road for like three months, and then it's like, okay, remember what Pittsburgh's like in the summer? Let's go do that for a few weeks. And uh, and then Missy goes away to California, so it's just me wandering Pittsburgh for a month. Um, it's only going to be two weeks this week this year, guys. By the way, she's only going away for two weeks, and then we're meeting up in Chicago for a job. <laughs> so, anyways, um, bacon soda. Oh God, oh no. Bacon soda with chocolate. Oh no. Sweet corn soda. Oh jeez. Bloody nose. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on this thing right now. All right, we gotta wrap it up here. We got Chella's a pumpkin time. I'm so sorry. Um well, that's okay. We should we should we should do a do a an a uh recording of us going there for a absolutely. day. Absolutely. <gasps> I'm in. That's it. Let's make it happen. Hit up on the slack, let's figure out a day. Um, why is somebody talking about Doink the Clown in WWE2K? I guess there's a lot of wrestling on that channel over there on Twitch. Um, so sorry, Snowy Flocks, we're not talking about that on this show. <laughs> oh boy, sorry. I so oh, and a quick reference from before. Katie saw these videos. We filmed the Hot Ones episode of a uh, project from one of my clients today. Have you seen these? You can get the whole Hot One set situation, Shella. <laughs> 
I have not seen this. Um, let me let me see if I can throw up, pull up a quick picture of it. So uh, you guys know Hot Ones. It's like that YouTube show where they interview people while eating hot wings, um, exceptionally hot wings. So we've been doing a news program, an update, a monthly news update since the beginning of the year for um, for SAE, right? And, um, and and they've been really kind of trying to um, thread the needle of being like representing, you know, the company and also kind of like talking to college age kids and stuff. Right. So they got a oh, geez, they got a set of hot ones. And for as they did the 10 news stories and segments of this show that we recorded today, they went through 10 bottles of like escalating uh hot ones as they went and and at least for the last two stories um the one guy uh mikey had to um um, walk outside to cool down (laughs) so it was a lot of pain it was a lot of agony it was uh i think that this one this one kind of uh uh, narrows it down there there's some some chocolate milk he's like sitting there chugging water and i'm like what are you doing that's the worst thing you can do right now is chugging water um, but, uh, it, thankfully, um, nobody vomited or anything. Uh, so, so that, that got, uh, it was, it was, I think it was kind of close though. I was a little concerned. Um, but, uh, it, it will, that video will be up. I don't know. I think it's going to take a little longer, but, uh, that'll be up in the very near future. Um, so that's in, the, and, and Katie, they were, they're eating dino nuggets. <laughs> they're putting them on dino nuggets to eat. So there you go. That's really funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a crew but that was the season finale they wanted to do so they wanted to go out big they wanted to go a hot if you will well thank you everybody for joining us john chichilla at chilla on the twitters john chill on the facebooks and of course at kate dutters and kate marie pgh and uh across yep. the social medias all over the place social there you go social media there you uh. go. <laughs> social media blah yeah it's basically it right so and uh i don't know are you doing reels on your own channel i know you're doing them for clients what? no it's so funny like it's it's how often i know um, that i'm and, and it's and like i said the same thing to you when we were in a we were traveling for work it's like how many pic- i was so used to taking so many pictures with my camera of what we were doing that i was like oh you're not taking any pictures for yourself yeah um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of forgetting about it, right? And um, you know, when try, you're trying to throw the needle, is also like kind of dual purposing things a little bit, right? Because like, mm-hmm. we're kind of doing social media, sending them materials for social media, and realizing, well, why can't it go to our social media? Hey, this is something we did, right? So, very interesting, very fun, um, and uh, a lot more to come. Definitely a lot more to come. So, uh, but thank you, everybody. I'm at Sorgatron on Twitter. If you do want to see where I'm traveling lately, I'm a, strangely, knock on wood, going to be home for three weeks so very nice so so maybe i will just be uh rediscovering pittsburgh as i said here over the next few weeks i know we have a uh what is that wait is that this week wait is fourth of july this week when we talk about doing those things uh yeah, i think it is right yeah yeah <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the furries are coming to town and uh i can't make the i can't make the uh the the parade so i think we're going to wander down there in a few days too and just see those uh furry watch a little bit so it's good. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.